0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher, I'm the editor at the GRC Institute, and today we are having a chat with our CEO, Naomi Burley. Hi, Naomi, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you, Kwame?
0: Not too bad. So today we're doing something a little bit different. Today we're going to be addressing what we... I guess we've kind of seen or some of the frequently asked questions about the GRC Institute itself, yeah. um, some of our offerings, what do we do? And this possibly could be a series, as I guess, depending on how many questions you keep asking. Um, yes, we, yes. So keep we asking figure, questions, everybody. <laughs> we figure if one person has a question, there are probably a couple other people who just haven't asked that question can benefit yeah. from this answer. So don't be shy about asking the question. So I will jump straight into the questions. One of the questions that we get quite often is whether the Jersey Institute provides compliance assessments for organisations. Naomi, do we provide compliance assessments? No,
1: we don't. We don't. So we don't do that kind of advisory side of things. We're a member-based association and we support our members. This, it's sort of a bit twofold to that. And I'm not going to say never to doing particular kinds of activities that might look like they're a little bit in the commercial realm because we have about 10 to 15% of our members work in that consultancy space where they're basically the external compliance function for organisations or a number of organisations who don't have a compliance team and wouldn't have capacity to do so. So, we don't, want, we don't want to kind of overlap with what our members actually do, but assessments is actually a little bit of an area where we are anticipating there might be a growing need and we might look for future partnerships with some of our members and, and experienced members in that space, so it's a bit of a watch this space. But at the moment, no. If someone contacts us and and says I need an independent review of my compliance program, we will refer them to our service provider register, and they select from there and and go through that. So we don't make we don't make recommendations either for any particular provider. Um, we very hands off about that and hand them the register and and um to, to tell them how they go about the process of finding someone.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, The next couple of questions are course oriented. So the first one is, what is the difference between the structure of the live stream and the long distance learning?
1: Okay, so distance learning is a completely self-paced. You read the materials and go through that yourself and then tackle the assessments. And during that process, you can make use of the staff within GRCI to support you through that. And that's the kind of process where all of the assessments that would normally be on course, as we say, are learning exercises as well as assessment activities. So, you're meant to learn through doing. So, what we always suggest with those is you send drafts in um, via our learning support and someone will get back to you with feedback to indicate whether you're on the right track, ask if you've thought about different aspects. And it's a bit backwards and forwards about that. So it can be interactive. You can set up meetings with us to run through that learning exercise after you've read and digested the materials. So that's distance learning. You are pretty much on your own. Lots of people like to do it because then they can do bite-sized chunks, but it requires structure, discipline, workplace support as well. I find that those who are good at this space are used to telling their employer what they're doing, that they're doing some of this learning and getting some support within their organisation to make sure they have the time to do it because it, it can be more time intensive um, depending on how you learn. Live stream is the, the emphasis is on live. You can be sitting anywhere, but you have a live person facilitating that session, delivering the lecture, talking you through the exercises. And in a perfect world, you would be sitting there doing the assessments as you and your colleagues who are in the live stream. So, you get a peer group who are doing the course with you, you get a live facilitator and you get the work done at the time of doing the course. We really, really encourage that. We do have people who go through live stream and sort of put off finalising the assessments and try and think that they'll, they'll fix it up later, but we do encourage them to do it, hand it in, because even though it's an assessment activity, you want that feedback straight away because you go on to the next module and move on. But live stream is live, and that's the emphasis um, that we want to sort of promote with people. It's just like face-to-face, except you don't get to have lunch with your colleagues.
0: Uh, the next question is, how can the GRC Institute's assessors assess um, assignments or different modules if they're not necessarily subject matter experts in those particular areas?
1: Okay I love this question <laughs> um, so what we anyone who's done our course will know that the facilitators are experienced compliance professionals now they do a lot of the assessing if you're doing live stream and uh, all of the on-course ones are assessed by your facilitator if you are doing distance learning then it comes through our learning team Now, having said all of that, if you think, well, I'm in a very specialised area of, you know, the issue that I've chosen for my assessment or I'm in a very specialised area of um, uh, particular requirements from ASIC and you've built your question around those. What the assessor is marking there isn't how good your program is. And it may seem like it is. What they are assessing is whether you absorbed the knowledge in the course of the process of undertaking the risk assessment, thinking about ways to mitigate it. Now, they have to come at that from knowing nothing about the organisation you've got in mind. So, unless it's a case study where we've set up the parameters of the organisation, if you're doing your workplace assessment, for example, we don't know what you've got in place, but we know whether you have followed the principles of undertaking the risk assessment or if you've ignored a step. Or if you've, uh, and so sometimes the feedback might seem to the recipient like, well they don't understand my particular circumstances. I've got X Y Z. It's because you didn't write it in, write it in the assessment. If if those particular circumstances affect the risk assessment or affect the mitigation or the controls you would put in place, you have to put it in the assessment. So we do try and recruit experienced compliance professionals to mark these and give their feedback, but they aren't marking how well you've met regulatory expectations. They are marking the structure of the activity that you were doing. So if you've been tasked with the risk assessment and setting up some controls, they're marking that process. If it's the compliance framework and all the bits you would put into it, they're marking the process. They're not marking the end result. Um, So I hope that helps.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Um, And then another question has come through uh, because you know, a lot of people seem to be excited about the graduate certificate in AML. So, when is that live stream available? Uh, does is it numbers dependent in terms of how many times a year, or yeah. wh- what's the process around that? Yeah,
1: very much numbers dependent because a graduate certificate is a big commitment of time if you're going to do it live stream. So that one, I think we have one listed, um, July. July, yeah, yeah, that to run live stream, and again. In my books, that's the ideal way to go. Eventually, one day we might have an intensive face-to-face, but at the moment the numbers are small for that level of qualification, so the cohorts are, are really little. So it's numbers dependent if it'll run. Um, so that can there can be some sensitivities around that because unfortunately lots of people want to do it and they all their schedules don't necessarily align with when it's when it's in the calendar. But we will try and move it and try and make it available. We've had some inquiries around the distance learning option. And again, that is coming, but what we know about having delivered distance learning in our core um qualifications is that those materials need a lot more substance because it'll be someone whose schedule dictates that they're starting you know they they can only schedule in to do this work for themselves at nine o'clock at night so they can't ring the GRCI office to say what did you mean about this and so that delays it so we have to have that material cover as much of what might arise in a conversation in live stream as possible so um We had some drafts and we've gone back and we're reviewing those to make sure that they have as much information imparted in them as you might get from a live stream or or a face-to-face course. So we've had a lot of that come into play. So soon is what uh, what I want to say. We want to be able to release that to a couple of people who've got a waiting list by um, mid-June if possible.
0: So for anyone who might be looking at our face-to-face or our long distance or our live stream um, and are interested to know how they can pay, do are there any payment plans or flexible payment options for those members who can't pay all at once?
1: Look, we can come to particular arrangements. It's uh, obviously more ideal for GRCI if uh, we have the payment up front before we send you all the materials, especially if you're doing it by distance, because once we sort of put it out there, um, we can't we you can't just return those to us. It you know, it doesn't kind of work that way to get a refund. So um so we can we can talk that through if that's what you want to do. If you plan to do it towards the end of the year and you thought that the payment plan would be the way to go, what You know, what you can do is touch base with us now and we can set up a structure whereby we can assist you with that so that you're 90% of the way there by the time you start. And, you know, we don't mind if there's a little bit of lag, but, you know, it wouldn't be appropriate risk management for us with members funds to um, leave all the payment to come to later. So we do have some flexibility, but we don't have a set up automatic structure for people just yet.
0: Yeah, so by case-by-case by case basis.
1: Exactly, exactly. So do reach out if that's your circumstance, do reach out. It's not a straight no. We just need to talk through how that would work for you and which course you were looking at.
0: And the most exciting question of them all is, when <laughs> is the GRC annual conference?
1: The GRC annual conference is in August this year, so it's a one-day intensive. This is your opportunity to um, hear from the regulators directly we are doing it hybrid again. Um, Deloitte are kindly coming forward with um, with support for this in providing rooms in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. They're happy to provide rooms in Perth, but our learning from last year was that you st- it starts way too early because of the time difference for everybody. Um, and so at this stage, we haven't got a venue yet for Perth, but, yep, yeah. um, in August... Get in if you uh, have renewed your membership by the 23rd of August, then uh, it's included in your membership. Thanks to the support of um, Lexus Nexus and Deloitte for that one. So very excited to be able to include that. It might not happen forever, um, but it's a it's a really nice thing that uh, that we like to include in the membership so that people are. Had no excuse not to be able to spend time on their professional development and hear directly from regulators.
0: Excellent. Well, that's the end of the frequently asked questions that we have today. Um, but as I said, keep calling in and asking those questions so mm. that we have a sense of what everybody's wondering about until so we can answer those questions publicly so everyone benefits from these answers. Yeah, and thank you so absolutely. much for your time, Naomi.
1: No, very welcome. Um, I love questions. We had a Member focus group today, so that's going to give away the date that we recorded this. And they had some really good feedback, so um, yeah, that will also be on our on our frequently asked questions list, I think, for next time, Kwame, especially the one about how to find where things are on the website and what have we got that you can make use of. I like Excellent. that question too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Naomi. Thanks, Kwame. This podcast was a production of the Governance, Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neerich.